0: A ton of encouragement and maybe a little inspiration. Today's podcast is called Hurry Up and Slow Down. Our topic today popped up in a Facebook post from Motherly website. That's mother.ly site. The article was titled, What If Hustling Isn't the Goal? How to Unlock the Magic of Slower Living. I'm guessing that today's guests at the square table have been enormously successful at both the busyness and the slowing down that comes with juggling little children and busy lives. The article talked about the stress of doing too much and the choice to worry less, hustle less, hover less, buy less, interfere less, and giving up the what ifs and the to do's. My guests today are Jamie Ringel and Stacey Spicer. Let's jump in with Jamie, who has just returned to the hustle of South Florida after what looked on Facebook, at least, like Simplicity Summer. Jamie, let's hear how you're juggling simplicity and busyness now that you're back
2: home. And welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Um, how I'm handling it, it, it it was a deep dive. Uh, being away, I was at a lake house. Um, and what I loved about the simplicity of that you know, Boca is not exactly the hardest life. I come from New York, um, so it's definitely calmer than that. But it was unstructured yeah. um, and lots of nature time. Yeah, I no clocks. It, no clocks. Um, and even if there were, I didn't. I found myself not caring or looking. Yeah. Um, I love that every morning my daughter looked outside and was amazed watching the world yeah. unfold, as opposed to us going here, going there, it's a 1 o'clock show, we have to be at school at 9, da 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 da, da. Um, So tell everybody how old Sophie is, and then, and then tell us what your day-to-day life is here. Yeah. Because, yes, you don't miss anything that, that's <laughs> happening in the area. Right. Um, and it's funny, I like this topic for me because I have, like, a following of people who are like, where on earth do you find these things? And you always do the coolest stuff. Not to toot my own horn— but oh, you
0: are connected.
2: Yeah. You are connected to
0: life, to experience, and to the networks.
2: Yeah, yes. but contradictory, contrary to what people think, it's not that I'm so obsessive or anything. I really, I love and I'm passionate about finding unique stuff. Um, so it's not trying to be the overachiever, parent, um, whatever. Um, but anyway, Sophie is a little over two, going on 20. Um, exactly. <laughs> So, in terms of you were saying how I juggle here, um, I think I am in, like, a hypocrisy of a person or, you know...
0: Contradictions. with all are. Yeah,
2: all are. Contra- I think the problem or the, the... not Maybe not the problem, but the way I function is, you know, on one hand, I'm late a lot. Um, and I'm late a lot because I'm in love with my daughter. And if she wants to snuggle in the morning, I... I respect Karen more than almost anybody on earth, Um, and I don't want to be late to school or mommy and me, but those moments, to me, where you're just connected, if I'm 10 minutes late for school, usually 20. she Um, feels the love. What? But yet she feels the love. But she feels the love. To me, sending the message that we're in the moment, Um, And I don't consciously think that, but it's just who I am. But I, I, yeah, you are full on. Um, So I think I feel pressure more from society than I feel in any way guilty about it. As a matter of fact, I'm, pardon my candor, but damn proud that I'd rather love her and she's sweet and and warm and she's smothered with love and I'm late and I take the heat yeah. and I'm okay with that. Yeah, And there's so much I wanna come back to with that because when you're in the moment, when you're really
0: connecting to that relationship with little people, mm-hmm. um, it's a whole different set of norms. I mean, because right. they are so present and they don't follow, they don't even have concepts of time right. the way we have concepts right. of time. So yes, we're teaching delayed gratification and executive function yeah. and, and all of this alternative to me, my now. But absolutely, it has to be um, joyful in the moment. And so, and I want to come back to what that felt like in nature and on your vacation.
1: But let's hear from Stacy. Um, so, so I am the mother of two wonderful little boys. I have a two-year-old whose name is Grayson, and a five-month-old little boy, Landon. And they are just the loves of my life, and they are both so scrumptious. But. In my very type A personality, um, who somebody who typically has always lived with by a schedule and has enjoyed checking things off the list, yeah. having two children has rocked my world. <laughs> and trying to figure out how to be present and not run constantly so I don't feel like I'm always behind is a challenge. It's a struggle. It's a daily struggle. But I have found that recently, not having so much on my plate so many places to run to, has been a gift to my kids. So that they're have happier. You started saying no to? I've always had, with Grayson, we had an activity every day. We had a class. We'd go to music class. We'd go to Mommy and Me. We'd go to the gym. And those were all wonderful and fun, and we had the best bonding experiences doing those together. But now with two, being able to enjoy these moments at home where they're both still able to get their needs yeah. met has been A blessing for Mm -hmm. both of them. And I find that when I'm not running from point Mm -hmm. A to point B, they are happier kids and we can... Make a big deal out of making Jello. <laughs> mm-hmm. Love it. I love it. And, yeah. and
0: and it is easier when you have two children or when you're juggling other things to just say, let's have our fun right here. Mm-hmm. So, w- w- did you ever? Do you still feel like, oh, I'm not giving Landon what I give, gave to Grayson? I f- is there guilt? Is there fear of missing out when you slow it down?
1: I think there is a little bit of both of those things, and I want to make sure that he still has those exposures to different experiences. But I also want to make sure that they both are getting sleep when they need to get sleep. All of these very basic needs that when you ha- i had one was one thing where i could look at a calendar and figure everything out but when i have two kids whose needs are very different at this moment and time different yes, t- it's, <laughs> it's it's uh it's a different ball game so it means also making sure that i have these bonding experiences at home with taking some of those little mundane things or things that i've always thought of as mundane yeah, and mm-hmm. kind of hamming it up the and having a ton of fun is so
0: extraordinary mm-hmm. with little people yep. because yes. there's magic in jello there's magic in yeah. in playing in a kitchen faucet, there's, there's yes. magic everywhere because they're learning, growing, thinking, all of that great play-based stuff that they can manage and
2: control. So go ahead. I know it just made me think of something um, when you said that. You know, I think for me... Um, What was super successful and was a landslide of a difference, and it's funny because both of you were with me last semester and you saw it in full force action, I had structured, like you said, classes every day and two days a week, I had two. Um, classes with Sophie, yeah. and I didn't do it to be the overachiever. It just happened to have fallen out that way. But if I tell you I missed so much of the enjoyment running and worrying about getting there and the traffic and da 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 da, da that now, whether we still do as much, but, be, you know, I think I think the message I just kind of want to send, I've learned at least, is Trying to abide by a strict schedule with a two year old and under is setting yourself up. It's it's having fifteen cocktails and expecting to not get into a car accident. I mean, perfect, perfect. you know what I mean, it's just and I learned it the hard way. I thought she should, you know, and I again, I wasn't doing the classes to be doing what I was supposed to do. I just thought I was giving her what I was supposed to do, and that's whatever. But, but now— a, but See, there's the other thing. You're a say-yes person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You love
0: saying yes mm-hmm. to she, life.
2: Yeah, I say yes to life, but I wasn't doing everything to feel I was being the perfect mom. I, I couldn't get enough of wanting to give her everything and all that. Experiences. Experiences. And now it's funny because everybody says, how do you do it, how do you do it? And I'll tell you how I did it. I lessened my class schedule, and most of the time, we leave if and when we leave. Right. <laughs> and where we go, we decide that day. And if we make it to the zoo at 3 o'clock and they close at 4, I'm fine with that. Yeah. And if we end up not going to the zoo and say we're enjoying Jello, o um, that's fine, too. So I think it's really just about, like, lowering the pressure that you put on yourself to live by this they go to sleep at six and they bathe at seven. Yes, you need order, but all I know is I never had trouble with Sophie sleeping or all of these like crazy things. It might be happenstance, but I was very mellow about it. I wasn't manicked out about it mm-hmm. and as such She's it joyful. She, it all sort of fell into place. Is it perfect? No, but,
0: And you what know. I love, and you're both very different personalities. I mean, you're both busy, and you use the word type a. Um, I guess you're type A. I am type A, but even, I, yeah. Even with that randomness stuff. Yeah. But it's this idea that when we're going to talk about simplicity or pausing or slowing down, there's no way I want you to become, like, <laughs> you know, Earth Mom, Zen right. Mom. Right, right. You know, like, I know you had a great summer in nature and... and 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 disconnecting with some of the things, but you're a city girl, Mm -hmm. and and you and I feel like. The Part of that joy is you you honoring what you love yeah. so that you can be a joyful mom. Yeah. And I don't want anybody to feel like, okay, now this is more guilt. This is something else no, that we've no got to take out of our schedules. Now I have to like rule myself in a different way. No, you have to honor. And if you want to go with exactly the flow, be, go you with the flow. You have to be
2: true to who you are. So. And I stopped feeling. And my husband judges. Everybody's like, I don't know how you do it all. I don't know how I do it all either. But I'll be honest with you. Quite frankly, if I'm doing laundry at midnight, I'm perfectly okay with it. I'm a list maniac like you, and I want to check things off, and I'm very whatever. But when it happens, it happens in that day. So I'm not like, oh, my God, if I don't get to the bank at 9. Because I know then I'm miserable, and I'm disconnected from her because I'm cranky and rushing. And the whole thing goes to S-A-H-I-T. So, you know, as long as I get it done, Mm -hmm and i find the more calm i am about it the calmer sophie is about it which makes it flow cuz when i get maniced out she reacts sure she And in. then she's cranky and then i'm like Ugh, and everything takes longer and it it's harder And you also get to and this is this is well let's go
0: right to this one the the more 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 like mm-hmm. if we're not doing 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 mm-hmm. then i get bored or I'm confused or I've you know like there's that manic I've got yeah. to get out and so I think you've got that where you do are respecting the balance how do you feel about the the le- where is less more for you guys um, in the sense that, he's like, hmm. <laughs> if
2: you could see her face, <laughs> which is why you're here,
0: because you're juggling some. You, yeah. You know, when you have a second so, child, you're out. You're
1: in disequilibrium for a bit. Well, and in addition to that, my son um, has had some medical issues since he was born, and that kind of threw us for a loop. There were not things that we had experienced with my other child. So really, making sure that he he has, you know, we've been running. Don't get me wrong. We've been had a lot to do, and a lot of the things that we've had to do have been, like, biweekly doctor's appointments. So if that means that I'm going to the doctor twice a week, that's not as much time to go and play and have fun. So I have to figure out, then, how do I make sure that we still have fun and are enjoying time together and having new experiences and learning things? But part of that's also saying no. Um, and I've always been this yes person, a people pleaser, mm-hmm. and I learned I can't always say yes. And right now, I've had, I've had to turn, I've had a turn inwards to figure out what is it that we really need to kind of just get some of the basics accomplished. Love um, it. I love it because it, it is so basic. Keep and some of it also. And I remember my sister had said something to me. She goes, "You're. It's a win in the beginning when you're just." Everybody's fed, everybody is clothed, and, <laughs> and everybody's <alive>. breathing. <laughs> exactly, at the end of the day. And the fun and it can sounds,
0: happen in the car. Yeah. The, fun, yes. the fun can happen on that walk from the car to the dro- doctor's office. Yes.
1: The fun is wherever you are. Yeah. And we have done those things, Unfortunately, my little one is improving quite a bit, thank goodness. Um, but also trying to carve out a little bit of time for myself has been a challenge that I'm working on. Because I find that I'm the best version of myself when I also care for myself a little bit, um, and remembering that I have interests. So let's go and, there because yes. she's
0: fine doing laundry at midnight. You said before we turned on the podcast, you're not you don't you you can't get the time to sleep.
1: Oh yes, well part <laughs> of me not sleeping is just because my kid, is, my son, is awake, yeah. and um, he's awake a lot of times before it was because he was having um, tummy pain. Sure. And I'm going to be there and, you know, supporting him through that the best that I can and holding him and rocking him. And thankfully, that is moving behind us. But I have found that with that, it's really important to just find other people that you can lean on. Learn to say yes when somebody offers support um, instead of thinking I have to do it all myself. And also when, like with laundry, it might not get done. But we have clothing to wear than that for the next couple of days. Um, It's not going to always be perfectly pressed. And that's okay. So you're changing my, your my, expectations exactly. on yourself. Yes. Right. My expectations have had to change. I have also started to advocate for myself, like tell my husband, like, there's a tennis um, clinic this week on Wednesday night, and I want to go, for an, and it's an hour and a half, and I need your help. Good. And even though he's busy with work and everything that his responsibilities, making sure that I get a little bit of that time so I have something to look forward to that I'm mm-hmm. still – being an adult and having that time is hugely important. And then the other big thing for me is I'm also, I'm a working mom, um, and I have kind of taken a step back from working for a little while, and in the recent months I've started to see clients again. I'm a speech pathologist, and I have my own practice. So I'm trying to also wear that hat and figure out how can I make it that I'm professionally doing what I need to do for my clients. Um, that personally, I'm doing something for my family and for myself as an individual. And that means really kind of having, when I say not having a plan, taking things off the calendar, um, but at the same time, having some ideas of different things that we could do, things that we all enjoy, things that I have for myself. So if that means an hour and a half, like I said, to play tennis um, and some play dates at the park and like things along those lines, it makes me feel a lot better because I know my kids have. Friends And they're, you know, my older son is very social. And um, that can be nurtured for him. And each of us have something for ourselves. So that everybody's needs in the family are getting mixed into the mix. Yes. Mm-hmm. What did you write, Luna?
2: No, it's funny because um, you were saying about your career. And I think, you know, part of... I think part of how I got to be the way I was was accidental. Um, And again, very contrary to what I was before, you know, I was a huge workaholic, high-level media executive, traveling all the time, managing a huge staff. Um, Moving to Florida changed that quite a bit just because of the opportunities here, But, you know, I was, to say that I was hustling, you know, the only difference here is that I'm sweating more and it's with another person on my arm. Um, (laughs) But, you know, I guess... What? Motherhood didn't change it? Right. I, I, you know, quite honestly, I was hustling as much if not more before. Um, I also had a gene scare with my daughter and she could have been deaf by random happenstance and she wasn't and... I'm so incredibly thankful and I, I'm an older parent too, you know, I'm 42 with a two-year-old. So I put in 20 years in climbing from the bottom up and making a big career and all of that, that, you know, I don't, I don't want to miss any of the moments. And and when I say that, I don't mean do all the things and check all the lists. Like I want to suck up every snuggling moment. It happens too fast. Life's too precious. Um, I got married late. I'm thankful she's healthy and all of that. Um, but I really, you know, I really truly believe at the end of the day, it's kind of about analyzing yourself and your situation and how it works. And, and you've there's, chosen your priorities. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and it and and quite honestly, my circumstances are as complicated and non-traditional. I have two stepsons You're that are a caretaker for many that, people. Right. I have two stepsons um that are with us a lot that are 13 and 17. I have a husband who works at home. I have a mother who doesn't drive and has health issues. And it seems like holy crap, how do you do it? And you know what? Like, yes, I try and please everybody, but um and it's it is a lot of pressure. Yeah. But and this is a very late, I've gotten to the point where I've accepted I can't do everything and I will end up doing everything because I'm a people pleaser. (laughs) But and I will be late or whatever, but I'm not anymore kind of holding myself hostage to the perfection of doing it exactly maybe the cookie cutter way or whatever. Like sometimes I sleep till 10 30 because my daughter sleeps late. And you know what? Judge away. Yeah. You know, she also a lot of times doesn't go to sleep till 10 o'clock at night. Um, And I'm caring for all these people. So I really think, you know, it's about being okay with who you are. And the one other thing that I jotted down was, you know, I found a way to integrate, this is the good thing, the bad thing also, but the good thing is I found a way to integrate being who I am and what's fulfilling for me with my daughter. So... Maybe you could call it even selfish. Um, I love animals. We go to a lot of zoos um, and things like that. So I try and do Which things. With, both of your needs. And right. A because I know there's only 24 hours in a day. Like, there is absolutely no way that I can be there for everybody and have me time and be the perfect parent and expect it all to flow because... Life just happens. There's There's more traffic. There is huge wisdom in that. Yeah,
0: and 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 where I remember that is an old quote that said, "All you really teach is yourself." Right. And if you give up those expectations and those judgments that say the perfect parent is this way, Mm -hmm. and I have to fit into that rather than parenting from within yourself, Mm -hmm. when you are sharing who you are, right? You're. I mean, that is the heartfelt connection. That your children will still be their own people, and they're going to connect to your. Experiences, but you're giving them your joy. You're giving them exactly. your passion, sure. yeah. and it yeah. fuels you as well. Yeah. Here's what, you you had written something, Stacey, when we posted this on Facebook about um, this is a practice that I'm I'm doing better with, which is the hovering less, because <laughs> if you're going to, in our self care mm-hmm. podcast a few last week, somebody said, in order to take care of myself, I have to let go of that big pressing demand that mm-hmm. says but they need me right. and when you're looking at two year olds and younger with three year old preschoolers and younger there are times when you feel like i have to be the one to help mm-hmm. but you are allowing them to grow now allowing other people to come in and help allowing mm-hmm. them to experience their emotional life mm-hmm. with you having their back but also with them without hovering in the same way so let's yeah. talk about letting them grow into more independence and letting them hover less
1: I think in regards to letting Grayson experience things on his own, I was always this person who's fearful of him getting hurt. And even, like physically, falling and getting hurt. But I'm recognizing also there's a certain power that comes from you learn, you do, sometimes you get hurt. You fall down and you get back up. And there's a lot to be learned about those moments where you do fall down and you pick yourself up and you brush yourself off. And you keep on going. And I recognize that the only way that that's going to happen for him, he's going to learn to brush himself off, is if he does fall. Mommy can't go and protect him from every bump and scrape and bruise. But I'll be there, of course, to kiss him. That's right. I'll be there right. to talk him through it. Right. Um, maybe show him another way to go about doing something. And I, I, I say this, but it's, I'm not going to like let him uh, you know, run <laughs> into the road. Right, right, right. <laughs> but if he's playing on the playground and... Um, he's, like, on a piece of equipment, sometimes stuff happens, and that and that's okay. He might get a little bump and a bruise, and he'll learn that next time That's he's got to um, look around a little bit more. Maybe that means, you know, communicating with another kid who's on there so that um, they don't bump into each other when they're both running. Th- those things happen, and um, it's, a, it's tough because it you never... It gives you some it, space yes. to breathe,
0: though, doesn't yes. it? Yes,
1: and it also... Um, makes me feel more confident in letting somebody else take over for him because I know that he's getting those skills to learn how to kind of talk through things and advocate for himself and also just to be able to go and say I need help um, without me being the one to to protect him before something happens I can go rather than me handing him all the tools he can kind of use them not be so sure how they work And then ask. I love it. And and that's so important for him. And I think it's great because there's this wonder that comes from him, too, when he does figure out something himself. So the
0: over-hovering creates so much stress Mm -hmm. and so much tension and so much an obligation. Like, I have to be everything all the time for my child. So even though you're loving your time with Sophie, you're both very different people. Yeah. And I
2: think you honor that as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm obsessively in love with her. I mean, I'd marry her if I could, for God's <laughs> sakes. I mean, I am just absolutely in love with my daughter. And I think, again, sometimes I'm misread as uh, not careless, but not, you know, so concerned or any of that. I'm not a hover in the, like, panic sense. Um, I guess, you know, I just, I've, I winged it because I've, I've always trusted and led with my heart, Mm -hmm. and that's always guided me correctly. It's also caused me tons of pain, but that's who I am. It's who I am. I've tried a thousand times to not be that way. It's what I love about myself. It's also what punishes Mm -hmm. me severely. And all I know is, is that... I was warned about how to breastfeed or whatever and about all these things. And somehow I figured it out. And I'm not here to say I did it right or in the right way or in the right manner or in the right time. But intuitively, it I made it work. Um, so I don't... And it worked for both of us. And it worked for both She's of us. She's happy. She's Rest happy. Yeah, you know, and I've always trusted my gut and I've... Rarely with her been wrong. Um, I think my biggest my biggest pressure just to knock myself because I I am far from the perfect parent. If I'm portraying that, I, you know I'm some a lot of times I pressure myself that all these moms are doing things this way and they're worried about that and they like I don't know about all the prep schools and this schools here or you know what shots they get at what age I know they get shots at two or whatever you know and when I need to know I dive in and maybe sometimes I worry that because I'm not as structured I'm missing right. key information yeah but somebody but always ha- shows up with the information and it's probably was Stacey right <laughs> right right with Stacey in 35 seconds she recited the handbook for school <laughs> to Raquel on a, on a chat and I was like wow and, that, and, and I wrote that. But
0: that's where the friendships matter <laughs> yeah. is to have well, somebody that, off, that that has different sets
2: of skills. and, and Yeah, but I don't, but I do will you, say, I do not, I, you know, I do not, I'm, a te- I'm terrible at taking time for me.
1: Do you think that one I, of the things that helps you also not hover, though, is because you found people in your community that kind of help you? Like, we had... We have you, we have Karen, and we had Miss Amy last semester. I felt like I could walk out of the classroom yeah. in separation, and I knew my kid was well taken care of. Right. I knew he'd be happy, and I knew that if they needed me, you'd come and get me. And it's the same thing. And you made it through summer camp. Exactly. And it's yeah. we had some challenges. But nothing really out of the ordinary. But it's also, I think, finding the right people in your circle to go is and. finding the right people. So otherwise, 100%. you feel like you have to hover because you don't trust. You know, that's who's right. around your kids. I kid. think that's the best and so point how, you can then, make. so, how then?
0: How do you find those people? Know those people? Know what your needs are? So you know who who it feels right to hang with. Mm-hmm. What community supports
2: you? Who your tribe is? Yeah, th- I think that's some, that's such yeah. a great point. I, I when even I have friends. And some some of us mutual, who, like, cannot leave their kid with anyone. And I don't fault them, but I I found, when I searched and found, and I went to a bunch of, I went to the GCC, and I went to a tour and all these different classes, and I had a great time everywhere, but with you, Karen, so and... The people here, for whatever reason, and there are tons, but for whatever reason, for me, it doesn't mean it was right for everybody, and it doesn't mean this place is perfect, I felt exactly as Stacey said. When I came here, if I had a catastrophe, if I was running late, if something was going on in my family... This was a community that made me not only come, but feel accepted, made me enjoy it. Um, so finding those people in those places, the same thing with my babysitter slash nanny mm-hmm. person. Um yes. Yes. You know, I, <laughs> I wouldn't leave. In that sense, I am manic. I'm not leaving my kid with just anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, and to me, and I think it's accepting that, like, if you're not going to work hard to find the right person, even if it's tiresome, and then you don't get the time alone, then you're yes. going to crack. So if you are that manic about it, and I found the right person, and I literally basically like locked her down and said, I love you, <laughs> and I need you, but... But you it have took to make It work. It, you have, but you yeah. have to put the work into finding those people for yourself. The way
0: I think of it is there are no there are no packages. There are no quick right. fixes. Right. So that trust in yourself, mm-hmm. that was a process. Right. Trust in your child, right. that was a process. Trust in other people, that was a process. Because mm-hmm. there were always blips and questions and confusions yeah. and doubts. And you have to keep knowing that I will find the support and the trust that may, helps me to function mm-hmm. well. I want, to switch, I want to switch gears for you on one, for one second here. And that is, you know, notoriously moms are the multitaskers. Hmm. You know, you are juggling it all. You're juggling the... <laughs> you, I mean, you have... I'm the worst. I mean, and I will say, as the non-mom, I'm like, I don't... I can barely carry on a conversation I, uh, with a parent and a child at the same time. It's like, sorry, grown-ups, I'm hanging with the kids because it's too distracting for me. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, but the opposite of the multitasking is to be present. And right. the children are absolutely feeling the, the stress of mm-hmm. multitasking parents mm-hmm. all the way through middle school, mm-hmm. if not longer. Mm-hmm. So how, are, how do you juggle, manage multitasking demands um, as, as the mom normal mm-hmm. and then the being present and, and connected?
1: I think part of that, it, it's so hard. It is so hard, and that is a constant struggle for me. Um I <laughs> I joke all the time that I wish I could grow a third arm because mm-hmm. if I could that would be wonderful. Of you. Oh, that'd be wonderful <laughs> oh, there too. You go. <laughs> I try certain things with multitasking is also just well some of it's recognizing that not everything's going to get done, but we have enough food to get through like the next meal or two and we're okay like that. Um making Small moments that we have count, make them more exciting. So sometimes we go to Publix, and it's like uh, we make it. It's fun. Mm-hmm.
0: So let instead me ask, of being, I feel instead like, like
1: being a task.
0: There's one of those things in the supermom world mm-hmm. where you're supposed to be, and 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 because I think all of this. The hurry up, slow down is how do you get comfortable with I'm enough? Mm-hmm. And the and, and one of the things that I'm famous for saying is how do you know you're smart enough, creative enough, and loving mm-hmm. enough? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I know all of you are exactly that, but that grocery store thing is one of those creative enoughs. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, do I have to make the grocery store, you know, an event? Does, do you did that come from your your speech experience your professional life? Did that come naturally to you, or did was that something that I think it
1: came just strictly out of need because it was we we need food to eat for our family, and I have two kids that. Um, are with me. So what are we going to do? We're going to go. But you know what? Grayson loves cars. And they have this great mm-hmm. car, cart, and we can go in there, and I can wear my other child on my chest, and we go and we can start with the cookie, and we've made friends with the people who work there, and they give us balloons, and we go to the deli, and in the deli they have um, you know, slices of cheese or whatever it might be, but that helps us kind of get through what we need to, mm-hmm. and we just talk through it, we have fun, and we play play and kind of figure out who it is, you know, play I Spy. We try to find something that's blue or something that's red in the aisle or something that's crunchy or something that's soft. And that's, those are little moments and things that we need to do where we kind of make it more fun than just buying food.
0: If we meet children where they are, it is the ultimate hear me, see me, love me. Right. But now let me I'm gonna ask you this part of the question and then you'll give you both sides sure. of the same question and that is, so how do you decide when you have the time, the effort, the energy, mm-hmm. the the patience, the calm to do that? And when do you just say, Look, I have to be efficient mom yeah, and I don't have time it. to mm-hmm. meet you where you are. Mm-hmm.
1: Unfortunately, it happens a lot. It does. And it's sad. And it it hurts my heart when we have those moments. (laughs) Guilt, guilt, guilt. It is. I totally, yeah, mom guilt. It's, uh... It's it's ever present. Because you can't times. be that mom no, all the time. No. You know, you
0: if you were to treat your children the way your favorite teachers are in their teacher's zone, mm-hmm. then they're not getting the full emotional life of a mom. Mm-hmm. And they're not learning that moms have to do mom things and sometimes that's a priority over the kid focus. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, I know you need more time for this, but I have to I have to we have to keep moving.
1: Well yeah. and sometimes we'll all say things that I think have helped my older son too is, you know, you got to choose that today we went to the park or we got to play at the gym today. But Mommy has something that Mommy's going to do too. Mommy's choosing, and whatever it is, I have to choose because there's times we have to go to Target. We have to, um, like I said, go to Publix, that kind of stuff. And just make sure I try to have that discussion with him too, you got something that you needed, but right now this is what mommy needs. And so mm-hmm. this is what we're going to have to get done. And over time, he's come to understand. Yes. And it doesn't mean that it's not difficult for him, but I think that me hammering that home at times helps. And also just when I go and I say to myself, listen, this is just what we have to do. I don't like going to the doctor. My kids don't like going, but that's just one of those things that it's in their best interest. We have to do. So we're going to get it done. Um, and and also kind of recognizing that not everything is always so like, not everything is fun and games. Not Sometimes everything's not be easy. some right. of the things we have to do because it's the best thing for us. It's not necessarily want, but it's what we need.
2: Mm-hmm. There's um, something
1: good on the other side of it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we we kind of get those things done. And of course, I also like I I try to be there when my kids wake up, and I want to be there when they go to sleep. But I also ha- want to. Um, take my ch- child to and from camp or to and from school and I want to see my clients and that's hard. Yeah. It's hard to be in... I can't figure it out. If you can figure out how to duplicate me, that's great. <laughs> Just for Jamie's going to work on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's also, like I said before, kind of saying no to certain things and um, professionally, I've kind of figured out like a territory. What's the area that I can work in and kind of really respecting that um, because... I can't run all over town or multiple towns and see all the different – see different clients in all these different places, but if I can kind of hone in on one area, I can do my best there, and then I can also still go and be there for pickup or I could be there for drop-off, and that makes me feel good as a parent. And I need that, and I, I want my child to see me at the door at the end of the day that I'm the one who's there so I can hear about those experiences. That's and just like Jamie, me. You, you're you creating your choices around your priorities, your yes. values, and what you need. And also the stage that we're in. This is the stage we're in, and it's It's, it's short. not going to last forever. Exactly. And and trying to to recognize that, that, that will, my needs are going to change, their needs are going to change, and mm-hmm. being adaptable. I've got to learn to be adaptable. <sighs> Jamie, multitasking and enoughness. Um...
2: Oh, God, I'm the worst. Uh, In terms of multitasking, I mean, if, you know, if it's not the texts that are coming in and the calls and the laundry and we're going here and we're going there. um, But, you know, I think really what's been successful for me um, is acceptance. Um, You know, I'm drained all the time and I drink 57 <laughs> cups of coffee a day, and I'm still drained. And I never sleep, or not never, but never enough. Um, I've kind of come to terms with it. I, I'm i not put together as well as I used to be in New York, but... Um, but I'm getting there, you know. As Sophie's getting older, I'm figuring out, okay, well, I can't take her to the hair salon, but, you know, I can this. Or So I, I guess as you see yourself figuring it out and um, kind of being adaptable and accepting it, it gets easier. Um, what I also noticed, and this was a very emotional moment for me, was, you know, I'm very keenly aware of people and I'm very, I'm constantly, unconsciously um, observing reactions and whatever. And, you know, the little things like when music comes on on a TV show and I'm blow drying my hair and I'll bop to it because I love music and I'm silly and my daughter started doing it. Um, and now every time when we're in the car and there's music, mommy music, and we sing along mm-hmm. and whatever. And we're not singing to Elmo. Like, we're silly and stupid. And it's not about my daughter knows the ABCs or we have the perfect whatever, uh, Tommy the Truck, whatever the hell it is, song. Mm-hmm. You know, we're kind of in the moment. And um, I have found that... Uh, I can kind of, like, make it work even though it's messy as hell because we're kind of just bonding in together in the experience. And I think what I was about to say about the emotional thing is, you know, when I started, when I got to a point where I got super overwhelmed, which made me super depressed, and I did go through that for a couple months, um... Where I felt like I didn't have enough me time and I wanted to give her everything and I wanted to do everything for everybody, and meanwhile, I'm exhausted, but how can I not be exhausted and get anything done? Da, 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 da. And I noticed in the that, I mean, it was longer than a week, but I keenly noticed in that week that I wasn't me with her. I all of a sudden became this like manic-out, not chill, and I'm not chill, but just not patient and loving, which is natural for me because I love her so much, Mm -hmm. Um, she was acting different. And I'm, like, getting choked up saying that. Like, I watched her decline Mm -hmm. as I did. And that ripped my heart out so badly that I decided, screw that. And you know what? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't give a damn Mm -hmm. if I'm the girl who's always late. Like... I'm going to snuggle with her and not kill myself. And I don't think what you want, say what you want. And I guess the more I saw that my daughter took to separation better than most because she's confident and because she just knows I love her to death and I have faith in her and, and all that. And I saw all these positive things happen being... Far less than the structured perfect mom, just loving the hell out of her um, and not trying to be the overachiever perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I was I, really overachieving, um, and by killing myself, I was killing her. Yeah. And I think
0: what I hear both of you saying in very different ways is that. The price of the overdoing, the yeah. price of the not enough, the price of the busyness is when you, the red flag comes up. I've lost myself, yeah. or I've lost my child.
2: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, and and you know when you're not in that, pre, you know, when you're in the present, and you're like, oh, but we're not connected right. the way we know we are connected when we're heart to heart, right. soul to soul, body to body. You know, that's the price, and that's so no one can tell parents and especially busy. Overwhelmed, all of the demands on your plates. Nobody can say, okay, like simplify this, do this, don't do more of this. You know, you have to find that for yourselves, but you know when
2: you've tipped over the the scales. I just want to add one thing really quickly. I think, you know, it's super important to accept that you are not going to be the person you were before. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it happened, I can't take credit for it, it happened by accident that my media career can't really be what it was in New York unless I'm telecommuting and never around. And, um, you know, figuring out what makes you tick. And I got to tell you something, my career was rewarding and I miss it. And I miss that sense of self. But for me, like Sophie is so fulfilling for me on so many different levels of Mm -hmm feeling good about the mom I am and who I am and the person she is and whatever that like I've kind of accepted I can't have it all and I will one day because she's growing and she's growing and you know you're not gonna be able to do it all with a kid and all at the same time all at the same time and the more you realize that and excel at being the great version of the new you instead of the failure of not being the old you with the new you combined. The better off, yeah. You be. just
0: can't add all of this, right?
2: And as right. if it's like, oh yeah, I'm just
0: going to add this to my pot. Right. It's time for wrap up. The wrap up is always the same. I thank you for everything you shared today. Um, and the wrap up is, how have you got this for right here for right now? Um, the busyness, the slowdown, mm-hmm. the enoughness. Stacy.
1: How have you got this? <laughs> That's an excellent question. <laughs> I don't do think any of us got it, started, but... No, it's, it's I think part of it's just me. For me, I'm trying to just recognize my kids' behavior and recognize when I need to make a change mm-hmm. uh, based upon how they're behaving or also my own. If I'm not happy... Mm-hmm. Then my kids aren't happy. My husband's not happy. If they're not unhappy, then I've got to try to make a change. So if I can look and see how I feel, and also how they feel, and and really just be keenly aware of those things, then I'm able to to be a better version of me, and they're able to be their best selves as well with my support. Um, it's tough. This is not an easy time. Easy. In, in our lives with there's just a lot of needs that need to be met and um, and just trying also recognizing that I'm trying to do my best and sometimes not everything's going not everything's going to get done and it's going to be exhausting and you're yes. going to lose out on a lot of sleep yes mm-hmm. and that that's just where we are but also me going and saying this is temporary and this too shall pass so try to enjoy each and every single moment mm-hmm. all of those cuddles all those squeezes and i have a like my 5 month old He's only five months and yet I still feel like he was a newborn and it like it was like this little dot on the map and suddenly passed and he's not there anymore and try to really uh, just soak it in and yeah. um, kiss those cheeks uh, as much as I can not those cuddles and kisses <laughs> Yes because there's gonna be a day too where they both go and say no mommy, no kisses and that will break my heart but that you know it's it's, it's one of those things that will come. Um, so I'm trying to just respect my kids and love them as much as I, as much as I can. I love it. Jamie, how have you got this?
2: Um, I think I've kind of come to terms with the fact that it's an evolution. Um, it's a work in progress. That was really tough for me. Um, you know, I I am much more type A than you would probably think. I just am type A with, like, a huge emotional driver that kind of is the thing that leads. So, um, you know, I see hurdles come, like, when I tried to change her toddler bed and I didn't sleep for a week and I was ready to pull my hair out, and then we figured it out. So I guess, like, I guess I've come to terms with the fact that, like, There's nothing you won't figure out eventually. Not not, well, yes, but more so, you know, like now I have more time to get my manicures and hair done and have that time, although not really, but still more than I did. um, And but yet this is harder. So like you figure it out, and there's there's no way to come up with a concrete plan and follow it because it's ever changing. Every kid's different. Every day is different. Um and the weird thing that I just want to leave with cuz I thought of it when you said it is I kind of look around the world differently now because mm-hmm. I see how goddamn hard pardon my candor it is to be a parent. And I look around at people and there's like an unspoken yep <laughs> like I used to feel so, I think the biggest moment enlightening wise which is funny because it happened with Yev. If you saw on Facebook, um, I was so concerned when I flew with my daughter alone for the first time. Um, and she's pretty well behaved, but she's a she's kid. Um, and I tried to toe the line between being managing her and not getting crazy, and then realizing she's a kid, but then being respectful of everybody else on the plane. And the big aha moment was that I accepted how she was, and she was she was okay. She wasn't great, to be honest. <laughs> but she was okay, but I, I didn't feed into the fury of it all. And I left the plane, and I apologized to the people in front of me and behind me. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. And she wasn't so bad, but listen, I felt they bought a ticket. I, I remember being annoyed when I didn't have a kid, and the kid was next to me. And they said, are you kidding? Like, she's a kid, and you were so patient, and you did your best. And that and again From that the isn't
1: calm that probably gave that it i
2: everything. like i it, i literally just got chills like i i i wrote it on facebook cuz it wasn't like wow me, again me it was it's the ultimate enough yeah you know like they're freaking kids and like you did your best and you were patient and kind and managed it and respectful to the people around you and that's the best you can do cuz you're not going to make your kid be perfect on a plane and you're not going to make certain people not respectful that you're a parent, and you're doing your best, and it really, like, you know, I think to just realize, do your best, and it'll all work out. Um, it's a perfect wrap
0: up. Yeah. yeah, it's perfect. Thank you so very, very you. much, you. Love you guys. So that's the mess for today. We appreciate you listening to See Me, Hear Me, Love Me, seeing little people learn and grow. Listening to parents taking a crazy, uncertain journey. Loving the fun and loving the mistakes. You write the rules, you write your story. We just want to be part of the conversation. But in the end, we know you got this. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Oh, 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 wait. We're growing too. So if you had a great time today, please spread the word to a friend. You can also join our conversation on Facebook. That's with Karen Deerwester. And there's great parenting resources for you at www.familytimeinc.com. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to everyone at B'nai Torah Congregation for this lovely space. Thank you, David Dweck, for that sweet voiceover. And thanks to The Front and the Follow for the song listen. We are listening. Thanks, everyone. See you next week.